You're listening to the Royal Society of Medicine's Digital Health podcast series, where we aim to support healthcare innovation by disseminating knowledge of expert leaders at the Royal Society of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Marla Morkin. Welcome back. In this episode, we hear from Yasmin, who's the Launchpad Lead and NHS Navigator for the Accelerator Programme at digitalhealth.london. We discuss the programmes available to support digital health companies to enter the NHS, the importance of a collaborative healthcare ecosystem to drive innovation, and how to listen to the users to ensure that we have personalised and useful innovations for the problems at hand. We also discuss Yasmin's background in global health, and how we can take global healthcare learnings, such as the importance of a strong healthcare system and social prescribing, and utilise them to improve patient care here in the UK. All views expressed in this episode are of the speakers themselves. Enjoy. Please, could you tell me a little bit about you, Yasmin, about how you got into digital health? And we'd just love, love to hear more about your background. So I've been working in the NHS for five years, um, and I had a bit of a, 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 I had a really good journey getting into it. Um, so I actually always wanted to work in healthcare. Um, originally wanted to become a clinician, so clinical psychologist, did a degree in psychology and kind of went down there. Um, but my original journey actually started when I did a gap year in Cambodia. I was an HIV support worker um, for um, an orphan for an INGO for a year. And it really showed me kind of the importance of actually, you know, really good management and the structure of healthcare, especially when you're comparing it with something as fantastic as the, the NHS, um, which just kind of pushed me more forward to want to work in the NHS. And I definitely thought I wanted to become a clinician. Um, and then I did a six month internship um, as an occupational therapy assistant um, on a psychiatric unit. And I was so lucky that I got to, you know, work with loads of different occupational therapists and psychologists, um, the different doctors and actually the management team. And I got to shadow everyone. And it really highlighted that whilst we can have fantastic input um, to, on a one-to-one basis, actually there's so much more out there. Um, and kind of really highlighted the importance of managing kind of different pathways and how um, they all link together. And, the, and actually, if you get something right really early on for the patient, then you know you can support them better further down down the road. Um, and that kind of triggered me to change my mind a little bit. So I knew I still wanted to work in healthcare but wanted to take a different stab and actually look at more management and how we can manage things on a, on a wider level, which led me to my fantastic UCL global health and development degree, which really enjoyed that, you know, looking at how, how different healthcare systems compare, um, you know, from bottom up, top ground. Um, and then I was lucky enough to get onto the NHS uh, GSTT graduate, Guys in St. Thomas's Kreski, um, and then ended up working in a service, rolling out a lot of digital tech. So having, whether it was in-house or out-house, but having a lot of companies come in um, and kind of really understanding some of the pain points in terms of rolling things out, what the need was, what the requirement was. Um, and then I actually got an opportunity to apply for my current role, which is an NHS navigator with Digital Health London. And the idea behind the role is to kind of really support digital health companies um, within the accelerator, kind of uh, it, to, to roll them out into the NHS to support that um, and kind of help innovation on both sides. So we're like very, the broker of relationships and it's really fun um, being able to support companies tweak, hopefully tweak successfully some of their products so that actually they better suit the NHS and their needs and kind of really understanding the needs of the companies that are coming through that have some fantastic innovations that can answer some of our um, pain points and problems that we're having. Um, but also kind of really supporting the NHS and making sure that 
the products that are out there and coming actually answer the questions that they need and kind of really supporting that. Uh, yeah, and Digital Hub London is fantastic, you know, as a collaboration between all the our three London um, AHSN networks um, and also Med City and kind of and as our collaboration of our five different programmes is great. That is fantastic. And I mean, one of the things that strikes me is that it's not often that we get to sit down and talk with um, people that are helping the companies, the entrepreneurs essentially, get their service into a population, into a, into a service delivery setting and get it into the NHS because fundamentally it is difficult. And one of the things that we do talk about quite a lot at the Ross Site of Medicine and with the entrepreneurs that we talk to is that how do you make your product or service something that the NHS wants? And I suppose what, what fundamentally, what type of you know, guidance and advice can you provide um, to people? So um, across Digital Health London, um, we've got our five programmes. So we've got Accelerator, the Pioneer Fellowship, Launchpad Generator, which is for evidence generation to support SMEs and also like our alumni package, which is all the people we've supported. Um, all NHS funded? So it's partly funded, so it's collaboration. So the Accelerator is through um, combination of EJRF, so the European Union supporting it. Um, there is NHS money through our HSN network. We've also got a lot of money from Med City, and then we've got some other um, different collaborators as well. So we've got um, Chelsea and West Charity Partnership. Um, so it's it's not completely funded by the NHS, but there is certainly you know a large part of our funding, and you know it's definitely recognising that it's a kind of a two way relationship that you know and how we can better support the ecosystem. But, you know, we are really lucky in Digital Health London that we've got digital nurses, we've got managers, uh, we've got people that have worked in, in actually in the NHS and, and, and have that experience, you know, within the different pathways and services that we've all, all worked in. Um, and so because we've recognised that and because we get so excited about it, it's really nice to be able to work with some of the companies so that actually they can really understand, you know, what the pain points are for the NHS. And actually, you know, when you're working with so many of these different um, SMEs and collaborators, they genuinely really want to help the NHS, either because they're a clinician themselves and they found something the problem that they want to help solve or because they've had their own journey and kind of really want to support um, so it's definitely you know an ecosystem of people wanting to help and support in whatever way they can so so let's break it down so so digital help for our international listeners is right right so, so the NHS sits as you know the main service that we have in the UK for healthcare delivery and digital health London was set up to help innovation come through into the service right and of that you're saying there are five programs within Digital Health London yeah. and each of those help different areas through and you yourself you sit in the launch pad is that right? Yeah, yeah no you're completely right so uh, Digital Health London was set up five going on six years ago with our flagship program which is the Accelerator and that's you know very much trying to get collaboration of the different academics, health site networks, Med City and the mayor's offices as kind of a supporter um, to kind of really help support and bring innovation and make London the hub of digital and health innovation uh, within um, within England. And so as the programmes have developed, um, we've kind of uh, got our different programmes that have come on. So we've got the Pioneer Fellowship, which is certainly working with um, ground staff on the ground in the NHS and supporting them becoming digital leaders. Um, and so they recently got announced, which was which is fantastic, which is the next cohort. Um, and my particular focus is the launch pad, which is another one of our, our programs. Um, and so what we found is as over the five years, um, we've got companies that are starting 
a lot newer, um, maybe don't need the whole year support. So what we do is we on the launch pad is really help that earlier stage company um, get 12 hours of support over a three month period to really understand kind of the, the NHS ecosystem and to hopefully give them enough confidence to say, here I am, I'm ready to kind of start having those really big conversations. Um, you know, so whether it's um, a one to one with some of our experts, whether it's different workshops to kind of talk about IT, but kind of really delivering that knowledge in a tangible way so that these companies feel confident to start having those conversations and to say that they've launched their first product and sometimes it's tweaking the product slightly just so it fits better sometimes it's just giving you know that kind of additional knowledge boost um, so that they can go through and make sure that they've ticked all the boxes so you literally take these companies that have never touched the nhs they have a great product or service and then help them get that first contract i mean that must be so exciting to work with these <laughs> so um one thing i will say is we never guarantee a contract but we certainly help support that those initial conversations and at least give it that that kind of um that support to kind of get them to that that knowledge base um yeah no it's been really exciting working with the companies and we're now we've just finished our third cohort um and so um we're in the process of planning, hopefully planning our next one, so watch this space um, to see where that goes. Um, but yeah, no, it's been really exciting and, you know, I'm so proud to be working in an organisation that not only supports, you know, some of the SMEs coming through, but really at the heart of it, it's about supporting the NHS and supporting NHS workers and really solving some of those problems um, that are starting to come out just because, um, and kind of bringing those two relationships together in a way that hopefully works out the best for both parties. Fantastic. So I'm going to take this uh, slightly on a tangent because I love what you were saying earlier about um, your degree and your experience in global health. So obviously you've um, done your work as a HIV support worker and you did this, um, you know, this, this extra degree in um, global health. And now you're working solving these huge healthcare challenges. <laughs> I wonder if... Um, if there are any learnings that you've seen from internationally how we solve problems in these ways that you've been able to bring into your work here in the NHS? Oh, that is a very, that's a very good question. Um, I think actually one of the biggest learnings is that the NHS is so resilient compared to, and I'm not saying that other healthcare systems aren't because that's certainly not the choice, but it, it, it really shows that actually from some of the work I've done elsewhere that people want to work and kind of embody what the NHS is all about and that's really supporting people at the point of care of access um, you know some of the knowledge has been really helpful in some of my background in terms of, so I was an assistant service manager for HIV so that crossover and kind of the comparison in different services actually at the core of it you're still delivering the same healthcare and actually there's so many embodiments across the different and it doesn't matter necessarily how it's funded the care is the care is the care um, and I think that just makes me even more passionate about whether or not we're working home or abroad or in development and actually the impact of healthcare you know whether it's about supporting you know from um, bottom up you know in, in kind of when there's worlds of conflict actually having a really good healthcare system can help bring those people out and kind of grassroots and, and education um, but also you know when you're bringing things more back to the community and how supportive things like potentially social prescribing can be and kind of that comparison um, it's just been fantastic. That's fantastic. I mean, like, as, as you say, there are so many things that we, we chuck at the NHS, but it is such a resilient system and we have got so much exciting things to look forward to. I mean, is there anything that you can see on the horizon that you're excited for, for the future of digital health and any of the, any of the work that you're doing with the numerous companies? <laughs> anything? Um, I think it's really hard to pick one thing actually i think what's i think what's really shown especially with all the recent stuff with you know covid19 and kind of all we've gone through is that um 
how resilient and how innovative actually the NHS can be. Um, you know, using the different resources to really make sure that they can see the patient at the right time at the right place, whether that is actually and actually showing that face to face and digital, whether it's remote monitoring, whether it's, you know, remote consultations, um, different apps to kind of help support patients, actually, they can work, work together. Um, and I think one of the really positive things um, that will come in the future with working with digital health is that actually, you know, we might be going into an economic crisis, but things are growing um, in this space. And actually, we definitely know we're going to support and I think um, you know whether or not we can help create jobs or kind of really support that I think that's one of the really exciting things that are coming through and it's just amazing seeing all the different tech and ideas that you've come through um, you know whether it's seeing through the pioneer fellowship which is one of our programs you know the kind of the innovation that's coming up through the NHS with their own staff but also some of the other ideas that are coming through for different different companies and SMEs. And so, so Sue, tell me, so you, you touched on the word ecosystem, and I love that because I think that that is such a lovely way to explain the, the mission and the drive that you guys have at Digital Health London. Yeah. You're taking companies that are working by themselves, you're putting them into essentially a place where they can share learnings. Do they, um, do you find that there is room for a lot of collaboration in healthcare or do people with data restrictions and things like that have to work by themselves? I think there's, there's certainly space for collaboration. Um, I, people, whether you're, you're working in the NHS or whether you're, not, you're working with these companies, sometimes it takes time to get all the things in the right place, but actually, you know, we want, we're working towards a goal. Um, and, and that goal is to make sure that people are seen by the right person at the right time and they get their treatment no matter what that treatment is, whether it's an operation, whether it's dietary support for whatever they're going through at the right time. And that is the shared goal. And actually that learning and kind of that collaboration is there. Um, I think there's some, you know, especially if, you know, rather than trying to solve all the problems, if you really focus on one and you can build that kind of that, that pathway, that NHS pathway or that, um, that kind of health pathway out. Um, and there's so many different ways that you can do that. And also, you know, everyone's individual and so people need different things at different times and you know quite often it's quite nice to have the different varieties so you know really putting the patient first making sure they understand their care package and actually they're doing what is best for them to make them better um, and I think it's fantastic that there's so many different options out there now for, for people whether or not they're really busy whether or not they're trapped at home for whatever reason especially in the current climate um, and I think that's amazing. And that's you say patient first and solve one problem at a time I mean yeah. that fundamentally solving one problem at a time it's so difficult in healthcare there are so many I mean is is there a way that you advise companies to down? yeah um I think the biggest advice I probably have is really making sure that you're talking to the people that you that you want to work with or that you want to help and kind of really get that feedback um and making sure that actually the core kind of problem that you're you're trying to solve is actually a problem that is there um, there are some fantastic technologies out there, but sometimes that technology doesn't quite match up with what the problem might be. And it might not be because the problem um, is it because it's too big or it's actually they're starting a bit earlier in their journey. And, and it's kind of really teasing, teasing what that is out. So I think definitely starting at the beginning, um, going out, talking to the different clinicians, talking to the different users. So it could be a clinician, it could be an administrator, um, it could be a patient, and just really understanding what they want and what they think their problem is. And then going back to the drawing board and actually saying, you know, this is what they want. These are their clear indicators and performance indicators, or, you know, and sometimes that could be if it's a patient, I just want to be able to feel better. 
you know, I just want to have the confidence to go out or, or whatever that is and kind of really understanding that um, and kind of once you've got that, then looking and seeing what your tech does because, you know, uh, and, and actually making sure that matches up. And that's one certainly one way, I, and that's not a guarantee to get into the NHS though, because you know there's this, but it's certainly a good starting point to kind of really understanding what the problem and then actually what you're trying to solve is, because sometimes they don't always match. <laughs> yeah, solve the problem first, then bring the tech in later. Don't yeah. bring the tech in and find a problem, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and also kind of understanding because sometimes there's assumptions about different things. So never assume there might be some patients that really love innovation. Um, but actually the reason they wouldn't maybe use a particular app if so if you're an arthritic patient for example they might love the idea of being able to book all their appointments and you know doing it through a smartphone but actually if they've got arthritis in the hand they might really struggle with some of those buttons so it's making sure which and um, you know so it's making sure that actually the product fits the user case and not just because you've got a great idea um, and so actually what that to solve that problem is that you might assume that because they're older they're not using the tech they don't want to but actually they want to they just need a better way of doing it so making sure you've got an app or a web-based thing that can go onto a phone, an iPad, and a computer, for example. So actually, you're kind of covering all those bases. And obviously, that can take a lot of time to develop. But it's really understanding those needs, because otherwise, you could be going down a, a massive rabbit hole. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. I think that's a, a great place to leave it on. And uh, it's lovely having you on the Royal Society of Medicine's Digital Health Podcast. No, thank you very much. It's a lovely day talking to you. much for listening to this episode of the Royal Society of Medicine's Digital Health podcast series. I really enjoyed speaking with Yasmin today and I hope that you guys enjoyed listening too. If you'd like to learn more about the Royal Society of Medicine or digitalhealth.london then please check out the links in the bio. We'd love to see you down at some of the future events at the Royal Society of Medicine. Bye for now.